I'll take a water. Yeah, water is well. thank, thank you so Tim. much. Um, just throw it in. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, just wanted to say you're here with cast EPs and cast of Fear the Walking Dead, season eight. Um, we have time for a couple questions, if you don't mind just raising your hand, and then unfortunately we don't have microphones, so hopefully everyone can project and just say your outlet. Um, and know that everyone, or I think most of you, have access to the first three episodes of the series, um, but please know that we had embargo language in our screener notes, so if we could please still adhere to that, if anything, if there are any questions about those episodes. Um, but obviously anything coming out of today's panel is you can all talk about. Great. So if you guys just want to raise your hand and then I'll just call on people, I guess. Julian. Yeah, I have to be first. Uh, Julian from the Nocturnal. Um, so how different did all of you approach your characters for this season, along with creating the scripts and showing? Well, you know, for, for me and Andrew, Going into the season, we knew it was going to be the final season, and so that that obviously informed a lot of the way that we were going to to help tell this story. Because um, obviously, we were thinking about honoring everything from season seven. There was a lot of story left to unpack, but it also was about we've got these twelve episodes to bring these characters to their conclusions. And yeah, I mentioned this a bit on the panel, but what we got really excited about was thinking about where the characters started on their journeys, whether it was on Fear or on Walking Dead, and uh, sort of charting that as we went to their conclusion and realized, you know, in some cases, characters had moved past the, the sort of scars of their past. In a lot of cases, they hadn't. And it really became like a, uh, that was how we really dug into how we were gonna tell these stories is, taking them back to their origins. We almost said to each other that, you know, the end is in the beginning. You know, a little riff on Teddy's philosophy. Instead of the end is the <laughs> beginning, it was the end is in the beginning. And so, um, you know, I think that's just another way of saying it's about coming full circle for, for all of the characters um, and looking back in order to look forward. Mm. Oh, the cast yes. answering your question. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> For me, it was because of the, the time jump and where we find June, I kind of went to Savannah a little bit early to sort of immerse myself in some of the locations we were going to be filming in, you know. And I picked a hotel that was sort of, the water's a, a big part of the season, and sort of picked a hotel and with a river view where I was just in the water view and thought and... Um, and just spent time digging, digging. Just because I had to establish a home base, a mental home base for where she's at. So I did a lot of prep on the front end. And, and yeah, and, and being in a new environment was kind of cool and fun to dig in to prepare for the final season. There was like lots of new stimulating um, environment to kind of inspire. And, and I think with Sherry, um, the start of the season really centers around her being a mother and how that motivates her decisions and her actions. 
And to go back to what Ian just said, you know, you could really connect the dots looking backwards and how all the lessons that she's learned in life and, and with Dwight really, really inform all of her decisions moving forward. And it really does have this beautiful culmination of just all the lessons we've learned. And, um, and yeah, I think it's, uh, it's just, but that was the motivation, I think, at the beginning of the, of the story. For me, the, the beginning of, of season eight was, well, I can't really say anything, but it, I was, I'm, Madison's in a place like where we've never seen her before and where a place I've never been in before and, and uh, you know, physically actually, and then emotionally is probably the lowest we've ever seen her. So I just had to, you know, lift up my skirt and jump, you know, I really did. It was a, it was a long fall, but that's where we started. And, uh, sorry, I know I saw Sarah Beth first. You'll go next. <laughs> um, Sarah Beth Holly, what to watch. Um, Ian and Mikey, I'm curious, um, you know, Mikey, you've been around the, the franchise since the beginning and then fear came along. And when fear came along, there was only one spinoff. There was only one show to worry about. And then there was the canon from the original show. But now in season eight, you have an entire universe that's, that's being built, that has been built, and a future that you have to look toward. How does that change how you tell the story? Um, you know, in a general sense, you know, because obviously there's probably stuff that's tied in, but like you've had to drop little things in along the way, you know, helicopters and things like that. How does that change how you create this final story so that it fits into this massive universe now? You know, it it um, it kind of ebbs and flows. Like in the in the beginning, we knew Morgan was going to be making the crossover to Fear uh, when we came on season four. So that was a huge amount of the storytelling on on all levels. Um, and then you know we brought Dwight, we brought Sherry from from The Walking Dead as well. And those things they expand the universe, but they also gave us a lot of story possibilities within fear, which is something, you know, I'm very grateful to Scott Yimple for because as much as the universe has expanded since, you know, we we started on fear and there have been many more spin-offs now, it has always it's always been in for us it's been fear first. You know, it's all about telling the most satisfying emotional stories uh, for these characters and it is a huge bonus that it expands the universe, but really it's always about what's the, what's the way to tell the most emotional story. And I think that that's true for every show across the board. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, I, I, I agree. It's about, it's about servicing the characters that you have, you have with you and your story. So sometimes the, I think the, you know, the, the, the crossovers and also with servicing maybe some of the other things story element wise, is unique, but it doesn't change the the way we still approach the characters that we have and the story that we have, and and uh, you know maybe it gives you you know unique opportunity to see a different perspective that does transfer over into another show. But um, uh, other than that, you know I think we it's it's always been this the story at heart and the, and the characters that we have. Uh, I have a short question and a long one. Uh, Helen Brubeck from Friends of Comic-Con. Uh, short question, one word answer. Is there a possibility of some characters from the original show, 
appearing given that the, it's relocating to Georgia? Possibility? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's a trick question. Everyone shut down, quick. Longer question. Um, last season was basically in a radioactive, almost a wasteland. Mm. Um, are there going to be any long-term effects from that, from characters living there, and there, uh, particularly Sherry getting pregnant in that environment? Um, like I would imagine over seven years, some kind of health effects and things might appear? Uh, it's a great question, and, and the answer is yes. And I, um, you know, of course, we're, we're moving out of the, the nuclear contaminated zone in, in this season, but there are, ripple effects for sure that will touch several characters. It's it's hard to talk about it in specifics without okay. spoiling things, but that is that is very present. It's not when you're when you're in such a heightened environment like that, uh, you don't you don't get to just leave it all behind. So uh, it is part of the storytelling very much. Uh, Lupe from Cine Movie. Um, Kim, when you left the show, people are really upset. And were you, were you, did you have that Sally Field one? Like, you like me, you really, really like me. You know, and then Michael and you knowing that the show was ending and a lot of people, her ending was open-ended. It wasn't, you know, nobody got closure. So was that always in your mind and, and also the fan reaction? The fan reaction? Um, well, when, when I left, I, you know, we, it was upsetting for me too. It was uh, surprising and upsetting for me too and I had to process that and, and um, also I had to work. I had to film the season four, so I knew that going into season four. So I had a, you know, it was a magic trick to do, really. And this guy, I just this guy. <laughs> my he was the worst. I'd never met him, and I we showed up in Austin, and everything changed. The regime changed, and and I'd never met Mikey, and he was our producing director, and he came up to me. And, which was like walking into propellers because here I was this sort of wounded person who's kind of trying to get to soldier through and, and he just walked up to me and said, I got you, I got you. And so, you know, that, that helped me get through it. Like, I mean, it's probably the reason we did, Ooh. I think we did a good job. What it, what it takes, but, like I, I've yeah. been through a lot of deaths, I've been through a yeah. lot of the loss of, of Part friends of the genre. and people that you, you create with. And uh, I hadn't been one in that kind of unique system where situation where I represented what was the new the new regime, and and it wasn't uh, number number one on the on the call sheet. Uh, she dealt with it more professional than than anyone anyone that I've lost, and I've lost a lot of people in the apocalypse. I've killed a lot, not personally, but <laughs> in the scripts that were written for me, and. Uh, you know, we had a few real, real moments in a in a in a van, but uh, I was so happy when Kim was coming back, and and uh, and what what I feel like we've done with the story and and what Ian and Andrew have, have written to to it for this you know final season is really elegant and really beautiful, and and uh, I'm very I feel very lucky to be a part of it and and to have. I've gotten to work with Kim again yeah. in a, you know, in a, in a totally different atmosphere yeah. um, and, re and really have <laughs> some fun. Yeah. <laughs> in a diff different times, different but, times. But it was I, hello, not goodbye. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Welcome back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I appreciate the way everyone welcomed me back. And I mean, when I went back and well, I, I worked with Jenna and four, 
but I had never worked with with Christine and Austin and and you know going back it was like I, I just said to myself well it's a different show you go back to their show and hopefully they'll welcome you back and you just all start taking across the finish line but so it was a, a nice welcome back I appreciate the Andrew and Ian bringing back bringing me back in story and um and to answer your that part of your question the fan base that was so um, mobilized and passionate. It did get to me. I did hear about it. I did start to see it, and it and it meant a lot. It did. It meant because because I was just dealing with it on too. my own. I was dealing with my own and my family and my friends and and I was like, oh wow, okay, Ma Madison did a matter, and you know, it just it felt nice to be to have the support. I didn't know that it would mean what it did or it would help. I think it was a flame you know a match that lit a flame maybe I don't know but yeah. I, I I'm so grateful I've said it to the fans in so many ways I but yeah I, I can't thank them enough you know and I would just just to add to that I when Andrew and I started talking about season seven and eight and wrapping things up to our conclusion it got to a point where we said to each other we can't imagine ending the show without Madison and it uh, it was really difficult and emotional the way that the story went in season four. And it, we really, we went into those meetings where we knew we were going to talk to Kim about this story. And I think we were both very nervous, uh, you know, that Kim might tell us to go fly a kite. <laughs> but she could not have been, could not have been more gracious and, uh, kind and just so excited about the story and i i'm so grateful that we got the chance to to close out the show together i i, I know i speak for andrew too we love the story we love working with you um you can tell it's a big love fest here today it's it really is like the show's about family mm. we've all formed a family and um and uh yeah Uh, I'm Rebecca from Comic Feet. Uh, I can't I believe you're LGBT. I kind of want to flip the script because everyone always asks straight actors what it's like to play a queer character. So as a queer actor, what was it like to play a straight character? And then I also have a question for the group if that's okay. I just, you know, Walking Dead, you always get eaten by your loved ones. I'm not going to refer, say anything else about that. What is that obsession? I do not get it. And would you want to be eaten by your <laughs> Aren't we eating eaten by our loved ones on a daily basis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. Give Chewed up time to think about that. <laughs> um, for me, I, I mean, I've just played every kind of character, you know, and uh, different sexualities and um, different professions, I've been whores, I've been detectives, I've been, I've been killers, I've been, you know, so this is, this is just acting for me. Yeah. Still feeling never ask queer actors that. Mm. <laughs> artist is artist is artist yeah. is artist. Yeah. That's the I'll beauty play. is creating. Yeah, I'll and play a cat if you want me yeah. to. <laughs> you know? I want to. Yeah. 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 But thank you for the question. Hi, Jimmy from Bleeding Cool. 
Um, it's mostly for the cast, but I guess when you go around the horn, uh, with so many years and so many seasons, do you guys have a favorite gag or a favorite uh, Walker demise? And is anything in this new season going to top that? Zombie kill of the week. I remember one, and I think in Mexico, and the propeller of the little boat. Oh, the wow. guy. Remember that one? That was pretty epic. The airplane propeller, the airplane one was pretty insane. Season too. five. Yeah. I loved the uh, walker that was fused to the shopping cart in season seven. I thought that was fantastic. Oh, and I really love the one that had the machete through its chest in the Laura episode. Oh, yeah. That was, that was punching through the so Jeep uh, at yeah. John Dory and, and June. Oh, the, oh yeah, boiled. Yeah, I really, yeah. yeah, I love that one. Uh, yeah, I can't say where the location was because that would give away with this season. Uh, but there was a lot of, I mean, I mean, just with the total in the, this, I can't say the, the place because it would really give it away. But it kind of. <laughs> God, I, I'm, I'm backtracking the story now. <laughs> I can't even say what it reminds you of because then you'll know exactly where they were. Okay. Uh, huh, I think about this. Well, I won't give the story away. But. I think one of my favorite scenes as a big thing that I was part of was in season five when we were at the temple and Garrett and I had to like go from the roof and across the ladders of connecting the cars and killing them as we're going and balancing on the thing and we had harnesses and there was like so much to that uh, scene that was like, you know, when you get to do that kind of stuff and just, you know, the big walker kill scenes are often right oh. on the heels of a big emotional scene and then they go and they're putting their emotions into these. So to sort of tell those, continue the emotional story within those fights and why all of that burst of emotions happening when managing, like you were saying earlier, that there's like the stunts and then you have to stay in the frame, so don't reach that far, but then you can't lift that foot because Garrett will fall, so wait till he, it's just like <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah, that and those were well. always fun. Yeah, yeah. Flexing yeah. ladders. Yeah. yeah. The big walker scenes are always, I'm, I'm really, uh, your heart, I mean, almost like a kundalini yoga type of breath, and you're, I mean, there's, they're coming at you from all angles, and you're getting all the choreography down, and singing up with the camera, too, and, and making sure you don't really hurt the stunt people that play the walkers, because it's just, it's so intense, but um, I think the most fun I ever had in a massive <laughs> walker kill moment was certainly the wrestling ring. I mean, that was so much fun that we literally added a day of just B-roll stunt work. It was like, let's go back there. We're like, okay, what else are we doing? <laughs> and we just let it rip. And that was, that was truly fun. And I got to do some, you know, acrobatic things that <laughs> will never see the light of day, but it just made me so happy. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. M moving to Savannah is going to give us an opportunity to, uh, to give you some, some great new walkers. Oh, we have great locations. <laughs> great <laughs> locations. But is there an alligator walker? I don't know. <laughs> we did have actual alligators. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. 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 Kim texted yeah. me yeah. this like photo of just the eyeballs sticking out of the water. Yeah, this was like <laughs> in the middle of one of the most emotional scenes that set up the whole first half. The and and there was an alligator that was just moving Lurking. up and back and down just like will you guys please leave my hunting ground. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't scared at all during the whole scene. You know, Lenny was like, 
I was like, you good, lady? And he was like, it's an alligator up there, and right there in the, in the, in the water. And it's right there, it's right there. Said, but we're still rolling. It's okay, it's okay, it's gay, he won't get us. How did the creative process change We always approach every season as an A and a B. You know, it's usually eight and eight, and we're building toward, you know, a conclusion at the end of eight episodes, and then uh, kind of throwing that to the back half. So the only real difference was that we did that with six and six, as opposed to, to eight and eight. Um, otherwise, it didn't it didn't really change the, the calculus that much. Things do move really fast, though. It's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a wild ride. At light speed, for sure. Sorry, Christine. Um, for Kim, Christine, and Jenna, uh, do you, is there any um, thing that you could share that maybe you were a little bit um, jealous of other <laughs> other people in any of the scenes they got to do, or anything? Maybe stunt, staying in it in a general way that you, or even a dramatic that you were like, oh, I wish I could, have, or I could have, I could have killed that walker that way that. That you'd oh, like to do, and yeah, then for yeah. Ian and Michael, is there any? You have any favorite journeys, um, or even favorites like that that were closest to your heart in, in this whole entire *Fear the Walking Dead* series? That's a big question. <laughs> Let you ladies answer here. I think I think I, I think I, every every day I'm jealous because most of my most of my scenes are with with Austin Dwight, and so it's usually the two of us in some situation. Anytime he's about to go make the kill, I'm like, I, 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 was, I was just about to do that. You know, it's just, it's constant. <laughs> we're like, I'll, I'll get it, I'll get it. <laughs> so there's, we're constantly doing that with each other all day. And I'm, every time he gets a good one, I'm like, rats. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, a daily thing I have with Austin for sure. Go ahead. I, 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 I'm jealous of those who didn't have to get in the swamp. Like, that <laughs> <laughs> oh was so gross. That was <laughs> so yeah. gross. Um, no, I don't get jealous. I love watching my co-stars. And, and like, I remember one night with Coleman, and I was just watching him, watching him. And then he goes, he's on camera, and he goes, it's your line. Because I was just like, I was just like, I was like, I had popcorn. I was like, he's so good. And it was wow. In my line. That's like, so it's funny. your line. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, that I like watching line. everybody, you know, be mm -hmm. be their best. Mm -hmm. It's inspiring. I can answer the jealous guy <laughs> was there, which was amazing. <laughs> oh, was it? I was just watching your performances. Yeah. So amazing. It's like, he's so <laughs> was, yeah, good. It's so, I was just riveted. <laughs> he's like, it's still your line. Um, <laughs> the jealousy thing's easier for me to, to answer. I'm, I'm jealous of any. Any director that directs anything on the show other than me, because I would like to direct all of all of them. That one's easier. I mean, fondest memories. I, I mean, you know, being on The Walking Dead with Christine, and then having her arrive here. I remember her first day on on The Walking Dead. So it's so special when she arrives. Jenna, like dumping her in the oil tank and and wa watching watching this comedic actress that, that have been very fond of, <laughs> grab drama on, a, on another yeah. level. Mm. Um, 
moving into a, you know a, a really crazy environment for me. Season four was a was a huge opportunity just to learn about myself and what I could do in a reinvention. And then I also just knew it was going into a very hostile environment potentially, um, but not having it be a hostile and and seeing that the grace that Kim works under. Um, that was real special to me because I was prepared for like, hey, there's still 18 year olds in here? You know, hey, <laughs> F you, go, so who are you? What do you got coming over here? You think you're, you know, all these things had never occurred. And uh, well, at the same time, I was gonna learn a little bit about what, what I can do and myself and that, 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 that didn't occur. And then getting to, to have Kim back in a different uh, atmosphere and and really enjoy creating on you know on the level that it should be without all of the complications that's special and then there's probably about another 52,000 things I mean sitting at the at the interview for the job with Ian and Andrew and I thought nobody had told me that it was about being the producer director and uh, and so they were talking about directing and then about how I'm good with other directors and I, and then asking like, hey, what, what, what am I, what am I here for? What job is this? Like, I remember that. I just, I have, I have a million fond memories, but they're, they're and they're all equally special and beautiful. Hard to follow that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it. I also have so many memories that I will, I will cherish, and it really, it hit me on set when we were filming the finale and. Really, when, when Mikey was giving uh, a speech, if you ever need a speech mm. off the cuff, from the heart, mm. this is the guy. <laughs> because I had been able to hold it together and not cry up until that moment, and Mikey just mm. totally broke me. No. <laughs> so, um, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> for the public yeah. cry. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was just happy that I could make it through it. So. <laughs> but, you know, I. It's not lost on me, or I think I can speak for Andrew as well, that you don't always, it's, I think it's very rare that you get to be a part of something that is so creatively fulfilling, that also affords you the opportunity to work with amazing people that are kind and brilliant and, uh, and warm and really form a, a family. I don't think that those two things intersect often. And to have had the chance to come into this, into this show, into this universe, uh, and to be a part of it for so many years is a real gift. And uh, I'm, still, I'm still processing the, the end of it for sure. Like it, it keeps coming in waves. And just have a lot more of these conventions so that I can, I can uh, avoid saying goodbye. <laughs> oh, I haven't turned the finale in yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Hold off yeah. for a while. Yeah. I think that's actually all we have time for, you guys. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all yeah. so, so much. For Thank, you. Thank you. I'm going to go at it. Thank you. <laughs> Make it good. <laughs>